it's thinking about it and we're live yay welcome to the joe mobley show i am outspoken samantha and i am here with oh on the other side joe mobley <laughs> we're excited to be live with you today and so we're gonna be talking about a few things joe are you ready for this i'm as ready <laughs> as i'll ever be i got my tissue box under the desk <laughs> yeah joe's got allergies so we're gonna be yeah we're gonna be dealing with that but it's gonna be great so today we're going to talk about DeSantis. Or, or maybe and... I'm overcome with emotions because DeSantis is running. No, I'm just kidding. I think that I think that's what we call triggered. <laughs> <laughs> so Joe is triggered, which is why he has his box of tissues. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because DeSantis announced his presidential campaign. So we are going to be talking about that today. We're going to be talking about an insane travel ban from the NAACP. We're going to be talking about the war in Ukraine and a very unpopular opinion that seems to have come out of Sebastian Gorka. So we need to talk about that. And maybe we'll talk a little bit about how it came to be that I am now on the show with Joe every week. <laughs> so we've got a lot of things to touch on. Roll Is the intro. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Whoops, I hit the wrong screen. There we are. <laughs> All good. I was dancing along to the intro. I was really into it. So uh... we're we're pros. May, the, I feel like the intro is like official foreshadowing um because you're all over it i was like i texted a few people and i was like hey i'm making a new intro is it cool if i put you in it it was you it was casey it was michelle um and you were mm -hmm. all like yeah i i did not text um yvonne hutton pulitzer i don't have a cell actually i might have a cell um i was just like i'm using him with or without his permission <laughs> right right i'm sure he'll be truly honored <laughs> Yeah, he's coming back to Loudon here pretty soon. Nice. Super smart. That dude is, I mean, the easy pass. Oh, oh use it every day. <laughs> awesome. This is, this well, has nothing to do with anything. Uh -huh. I thought the easy pass was just for my convenience, but he actually designed it because a ridiculous amount of people were dying uh, per day, per month, per year in the traffic vortex on the like yeah. just outside of a toll and also toll booth workers um some crazy like tens of thousands of people what? were dying there um so that's what motivated him to actually develop that technology i was like man this is so convenient i get to go through 30 miles an hour just you know straight through the thing um yeah he, he was talking to me about that and i was like man that's nuts anyway wow. if he wasn't conservative he'd get a nobel peace prize but you know it's you true. Know how it is. It's true. How are I, you? I'm great. I didn't. I was today years old when I learned that there is like a a, a major job danger when you're a toll worker. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah. 
I love those videos. I do. The Office Today years old. They're so good. Oh, man. Oh, man. Whoever came up with that, legend. Yeah. <laughs> right? I use that phrase almost every day. I was today years old when I learned. Because um, I'm, I'm discovering a lot of new things. I had, Like I said, I had no idea that being a toll worker was like that dangerous of a job. <laughs> All right. Well, where are we? Where are we starting? Are we starting? Are we starting with DeSantis? Are we starting with, you know, we should be celebrating. But honestly, I don't even know how much I can celebrate because <laughs> of my stupid nose. Like I, I'm dying, guys. Um, but it is the 200th episode. So it is. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like, oh, I should have gotten the sound effect for that. Here, we'll do the CSI. All right, that's our celebration. I appreciate that. I think we should start with something a little softer. Maybe we should talk about the NAACP because I have no idea what that is all about. You guys, let me know if you have heard about the NAACP travel ban, but I'll I'll let Joe take us into that one. <laughs> did you see the note, or did you see the um the LGBT thing that I put in there under C in the intro? That's how I like to refer to the community because it's um it says LGBTQ A I L M N O P plus because mm -hmm. right now mm -hmm. it's a quarter of the alphabet and. Right. Just one more letter, guys, and and it's going to be over a quarter. I think I think that they could do a third, and and you deserve it. No one is as aggrieved as that precious community. <laughs> All right, yeah, like, well, this is not a joke, uh, but the NAACP is warning black people. And members of the LGBTQ, LMNOP, AI plus community, however you identify, they are warning us. Us. I, I am in the black community. I know. It's, it's, it's shocking. Uh, if you're an audio <laughs> listener, I'm sorry to ruin it for you. But uh, mm -hmm. they are warning us not to travel to Florida for our own safety. And here's uh, MSNBC's finest going to tell us a little bit about it. The NAACP is issuing a travel advisory for the state of Florida. The state so how many of you were today years old yeah. <laughs> when you learned that the NAACP freaking ACP can issue a travel advisory, normally something that the State Department does or an official nation state. But here in our pathetic society, um, <laughs> the NAACP. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Take heed. Civil rights organization said in a statement that Florida is openly hostile to African-Americans, people of color and LGBTQ plus individuals, and said the decision comes in response to Ron DeSantis's attempts to erase black history. They also listed specific pieces of legislation they feel violate civil rights, adding DeSantis's actions are, quote, in direct conflict with the democratic ideals that our union was founded upon, while it's unusual for an organization other than the State Department to issue a travel <laughs> advisory, the NAACP's move is not unheard of. Back in 2017, an is it issued a travel advisory for Missouri after a controversial bill was passed um, there. Wow, that's wild. You start with oh, my oh, goodness. Shut up. No one cares what you have to say, guy. Um, 
I mean, you heard it here first, guys. It it is it's hard out there. Ron DeSantis is actively erasing. Uh, well, I guess not Black America. It's an African American. So Elon Musk, not welcome in Florida. Um, mm -hmm. You know, as a prolific uh, uh, African American, SpaceX. You know, right. keep keep those dollars. Tesla. They probably are going to ban Teslas here pretty soon. Um, right. And it used to be don't say gay. Now, now they're actually just going to bleep it out. It's going to be the don't say bill. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I hear people are dropping like flies every time they utter the word gay in Florida. Um, I so know. I can understand why they issued this travel ban. Actually, I really honestly don't understand what's going on. And... This is just the kind of thing that just leaves you speechless because there are legitimately people because I remember watching this video when you sent it to me. I was I was like, <laughs> there's no way there's no way that anybody is taking this seriously. There is no way that people are this stupid. Come to find out. Yes, they are. Because yep. if you read the comments, I think it's underneath that particular video. People talk about how threatened they feel and how unsafe they feel and they're like yes family and friends don't come to florida it's dangerous here never mind you know trying to travel to places like seattle or new york or chicago like no one would ever dare say don't go to those cities <laughs> the comments but are like, where it's at i love reading comments <laughs> yeah i might have to bring some of those up um it this could be it, our usa vote as if your country depends on it folks educate yourselves <laughs> you know the people that say educate yourself the most seem to be the least educated oh gosh canadian <laughs> okay what? get it together jail um <clears throat> My rugged Americanism, it, it just can't hold it together with this one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Canadian Foreign Affairs has put Florida and Texas on their list of destinations where travelers should take precautions. Better, better yet, guys, just don't go. If you're Canadian, Florida, Canada, like Texas, we don't want to have anything to do with you. The whole United States doesn't want to have anything to do with you guys. Just stay up there with your lakes and your butter and whatever else you got up there. And everything will be just fine. So, you know, this might be a conspiracy. But both of these brown women were never seen again. I bet you can't. <laughs> this one either. This guy back here. He's yeah. looking up. There's probably a sniper getting ready to take him out. That's what Ron DeSantis is ordering. Get rid of all of these black and brown faces back here. Never again. This little boy, I bet you can't. I bet you can't find any of these people, guys. They're gone. <laughs> they got exiled uh, from Florida. Uh, I, there's another comment down here. It says, the travel advisory is no joke. I live in the state of Florida for about 20 years, and although I'm white and not trans, I feel frightened to simply live in an authoritarian state. Who knows what might be banned next? War on Disney also. This is not a fun state. I'm a nervous wreck to find myself in such a place. Like, they're not kidding. I, I, I don't... 
I feel like this should be in the Babylon Bee and it's not. This is the world, like every single day I see stuff like this. I'm like, this is a joke, right? This is not actually happening. I don't, how, if you guys have any ideas how to answer this question, but how do people get to this point? Because if you were to ask anybody an example of the violence that they are experienced because of Ron DeSantis' legislation and you know trying to keep CRT out of classrooms, not one of them would be able to tell you exactly what he's talking about because they don't ever ask for proof or evidence. Yeah. They just hear, oh, it's dangerous, and then they, they believe it. So Desdemona5829, who wrote that comment, problem with your your theory here war on disney <clears throat> the guy that you're accusing of waging war actually has access to a literal military with tanks and jets and you know scary black rifles and the camouflage and all of that stuff um mm -hmm. so no not waging war uh no no and you can move move yeah this this person would have such an eye-opening experience if they moved to the liberal mavens, moved to Chicago, moved to New York City, moved to Los Angeles, and enjoy all of the deep blue thought that you want to be sitting there backstroking in. Like, just do it. You don't have to live in Florida where there's no income tax and where it's bright and, <laughs> and sunny, where they prosecute criminals for property crimes and violent crimes. You don't have to live you know, there. You know... And this just popped into my brain. I think, I mean, there are numerous things that blow my mind about this whole situation, but you're talking about Chicago and, you know, these deep blue cities where that are at, in absolute chaos. Like if you spend, you know, 35 seconds on social media and you look up, you know, San Francisco or Seattle or any of these cities, you can see total and utter devastation. Like people don't even feel safe walking down the street anymore there are people innocent people getting their the crap kicked out of them for absolutely no reason in these cities like it is not safe it used to be that we used to be able to to say well if you look at you know such and such place overseas in like another country and look at how they're living look at honduras look at you know some of these really these countries that are known for being dangerous you know that's where a tra travel advisory is long we don't have to we don't even have to go over the the ocean to find those places anymore it's like just just look at the next state over and see how things are going there like it's in your backyard guys like you don't have to look that hard to see how this narrative does not match up with reality all right i gotta put this guy on blast too ron bubian uh I'm an American, but my wife is Japanese. Good for you, Ron. Uh, <laughs> we live in Japan with our young son. After facing racial discrimination in a public supermarket in Florida, my wife has never gone back. Last time that I went to visit my family, it was just my son and I. My wife stayed in Japan. All right, here are the problems. Number one, I'm calling bullcrap, okay? If your wife was overtly outwardly discriminated against uh maybe yelled at or you know had pejoratives thrown at her because of her race it was most likely done by a black guy just plain and simple <laughs> ron as a black guy i feel like i can welcome you to reality as backed up by the fbi's uniform crime report which you can google all the way from over in japan uh number two 
the Japanese are some of the most racist people on earth, okay? Asian countries are extremely racist. Japan is so racist that they're racist against Japanese Americans, and they can tell within five seconds of meeting them that they're not Japanese Japanese, but they're actually American. And they will say to you, you're not Japanese, you're American. Now get out of my face. So yeah, it's that way in China, it's that way in Korea, in Vietnam. Like, what, what are you talking about? You move to a place that is much more homogenous and much more racist than the United States and Florida. So you're full of crap. You're full of crap. You're a spineless man who bent over backward for your coward wife, who is probably getting her cowardice from your coward. Well, I won't say that word. Uh, self <laughs> from your coward self. So now I, I wish I could just delete this comment. It's not my channel, though. <laughs> Oh yeah. man, thumbs down, Ron. Thumbs down. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just looking at some of the comments on Facebook. D says they're mad that parents are being allowed to control their children's education. It's about their agenda, facing some resistance. And Barbara says people have lost their freaking minds. I agree. <laughs> 100%. So, it's it's wild because they don't know what the words authoritarian means. They don't know what the word fascist means. They don't want, know what any of this means. It's like the people in Florida literally have the right to raise their children how they want to raise them and to run their businesses how they want to raise them or, and run them. And uh, Ron DeSantis, you know, kept the state of Florida open when everybody else was closed. Like the man has done nothing but make sure that individual people have rights and the, and the, uh, the, the curriculum or the black history that these people are talking about, at least I saw it in one of the other videos, is this, this, it was an LGBTQ curriculum under the guise of being black history. So it was called, you know, that were, they wanted to teach it in black history month and they were using that as a cover where a lot of it was really referencing LGBTQ. Um, and this is what happens when you actually do your research, you find out that a lot of the things that they're labeling, you know, these curriculums as is not exact, not what they're teaching at all. So it's just, it blows my mind, but I don't see any of them running to New York. <laughs> so no, because New York is an actual authoritarian state. Mm -hmm. <sighs> oh my goodness. Hi, Nina. Thanks for, I think, Nina, I think you're the first person that I pulled from someone else's show, from Chaotic Truth. Thanks for being here. Goodness gracious. <laughs> I I don't know what to say. It's ridiculous that the NAACP exists at this point. Even more ridiculous that they're issuing travel advisories. Which yeah. The lady on the news even called it out herself. She was like, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a little bit weird, but they're black, so let's listen to them. Let's, right. Yeah. Yeah. That that group is just useless. It, it needs to go bye-bye. And they have a vested interest in the continued existence of racism because they fight racism. So uh, yep. that's, that's all you need to know, folks. All right. <clears throat> oh, yeah. And then the whole the LGBTQ angle just wears. There, there's none of that. And if someone does commit crime, Florida is one of the places where they will prosecute hate crimes, which I don't even really like the term hate crimes, but they prosecute uh, things involving the community. Uh, they definitely will prosecute any type of racially motivated or gender motivated, you know, crimes. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Goodness, freaking yeah. gracious. So. Yep. Meanwhile, we still don't have the uh, manifesto from the the gal who went to Covenant School. So. They're still <laughs> trying to get Chat GPT to write a better version uh, that makes them look better. Yeah. Well, I think enough of that. Um, what should we do? DeSantis or Ukraine? Sorry, Jay guys, Short. Like Trump. Me. Trump did ban bump stocks. It was incredibly stupid. Uh, yeah. DeSantis is better on the Second Amendment. Uh, yet to be seen. Sorry, uh, rumbled comment. No, no we, didn't even, we didn't even say the thing. Follow our shows. Da, 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 da. <laughs> yes, yeah. like, share, subscribe, do all the stuff. Um, DJ Mumbly Show, podcast, YouTube, Rumble, and I think it's that button. And Outspoken Yay. Samantha, YouTube, yep, Rumble, uh, Facebook. Rumble. I guess I'm on Facebook too. Um, but Rumble. And Twitter. Do Twitter. <laughs> oh man i completely forget about twitter i don't think twitter's comments get pulled in so guys if you're watching on twitter okay let me actually let me just pull it up uh twitter such a, a wonderful slash dangerous place mm -hmm. uh, oh wow 105 views on twitter well thanks guys uh if you're on twitter you can't l subscribe yet <laughs> but you can <laughs> follow us <laughs> uh yeah you can like and do all that stuff um here oh dang i didn't even post it um let's see there we go i am i'm just not having a good day with the like promoting the show uh That's right. maybe after 300 episodes i'll figure out and know what i'm doing um uh, well, do we want to go DeSantis or I feel like the Ukraine stuff will take long. I think both of these are going to take long, so I will let you pick. Here, we will, we will <laughs> uh, segue and I noticed the weirdest thing here. We'll segue into this. It's 200 episodes, as you guys have noticed over the last several weeks. Uh, Samantha here is co-hosting because she's just that freaking awesome. Um, it's true. And, I mean, she's been here for a while because, like, look at this, 35 views. This is, like, old school episode 133. Um, mm -hmm. So there were more views on YouTube, but they got deleted. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, but I just, I, I noticed this when I was preparing for the show like four or five days ago. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was like, I got to put the shirt on because uh, so many of the early appearances, um, it was, <laughs> it was the shirt. This is the first, this is I the really very first. I really should do that. Oh my goodness. Are you still paying for your gym membership? Yeah, I'm one of those people oh, they that got you, girl. Months and I haven't, like I said, I haven't used it in a year. Super substantive content yeah. here. And I'm right. literally rocking the shirt. And then I'm like, okay, well, what did I wear? <sighs> Apparently, this is, I'm like, Samantha's on. I got to wear my <laughs> red, white, and blue shirt. Oh, my gosh. Again? <laughs> yep, oh, I wore it again. It's a favorite. For it's 145. 
yeah september uh this was the intro was pre-recorded i did not wear it for 153 teen suicide appointments on the rise oh which actually reminds me um we need to get what's her name back on dr is it graham um the the older lady who was in what is a woman um she was awesome uh I interviewed her. I can't remember her. what her name is, but I know who you're talking about. Um, I interviewed her, and we need to get her back on because I think that the three of us would have a lot of fun. Um, and then mm -hmm. this episode from July, uh, the triggered one, you were on as well. Um, yep. This one's a good yep. one. Um, so you guys should go and rewatch this. Look, it's only 115 views on Rumble. Um, yeah. But it's been it's been interesting. <laughs> I did want to just kind of point out like you guys are really watching over on rumble um the these are these aren't episodes these are the episodes are the ones that say episode and the number um but yeah pretty routinely over a thousand views so keep it coming like get off of youtube yeah. go go over to rumble and yep yep no it's it's been fun and I remember I think the first time you messaged me or something and you asked if I wanted to come on the show and I was so confused. I was like, why? <laughs> you know. I get that a I lot. Mean, <laughs> well, I, <laughs> why? I've had experiences of people asking me to, you know, do interviews and like they're not always real invites. So I'm like, is this a joke? <laughs> like why would you? So I was like, okay, I'll bite. <laughs> sure i'm sure you've got a show <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just i send twitter messages and cold emails all the time and yeah. you know i've said it before i've said it again i've i've definitely my favorite shows have two or three kind of permanent people that are just on it or two people and they rotate in the third person um, so I started this in November, 2020 after St. Floyd, uh, was killed, mm -hmm. but really after St. Floyd died. Yeah. Three years ago today. Mm -hmm. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what a guy. What a guy. Goodness gracious. Yeah. They, yeah. I, I wish so many things about that situation. Uh, but since, so November to like New Year, so I'm kind of going along, I'm doing my solo thing and interviewing people. Um, and it was a lot of fun, but I've been on this freaking like quest to find like a solid second chair person. Um, and I tried so many different people um, and it just didn't work out with them. Um, and one of them is like a super cute person. And I just got to tell you, it's, it's a little bit annoying. I mean, okay. Cute people like already are saying that Ron DeSantis has been killed or captured and he's a replacement now. And oh so I'm sure there's about to be stuff about his earlobes and his shoe size and his hairline and who the heck knows. And I'm just like, where do people get this stuff from? I, I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure that DeSantis, Ron DeSantis is, in fact, Ron DeSantis. Joe Biden, yeah. uh, I, I've watched some of those TikToks. Uh, they, yeah. they are kind of interesting. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, well, I have a whole theory about that. I I think they're going to run AI Joe for <laughs> for 2024. Oh, 100%. He doesn't do yeah. public appearances. Do you remember his his campaign rallies with like 10 no. people in in roped <laughs> yeah, off chair yeah. areas? They could yeah. totally do. Oh, Chat GPT Joe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really believe it because it, I mean I've posted it on my page before but you remember that that little clip that he did um, I think it was about gun control but I can't remember and all of us were like what the heck is that like his hair is parted on the wrong side his eyes look all beady he didn't blink for like 60 seconds and we're like is this like an artificial intelligence thing and now looking back I'm like I think they were testing it out I think they were testing out people's response to that and I think they're going to do a lot more AI Joe for 2023 and 2024 for the campaign all right guys I I use chat GPT I've never been shy about it um I'm about to ask it to write uh something in the style of Joe Biden oh no Write a YouTube intro for the Joe Mobley show in the style of Joe Biden. <laughs> and it's probably going to say, I am an AI bot and I, I, I don't want to make political statements. Wow. Background music fades in. Animated graphics of the American flag waving gently. Title card appears. The Joe Mobley show. <laughs> Soft inspirational music starts playing. And then the Joe Biden voiceover. Ladies and gentlemen, friends and fellow Americans. Okay, no. Already now. Welcome to yeah. the Joe Mobley show. Uh, wow, there's no stuttering in here. How interesting. I right. wonder if there'll be one of those weird, you know, <laughs> my butt's been wiped or something like that, <laughs> where we come together to explore the stories that shape our great nation. I'm Joe Biden, and I'm honored to be your host <laughs> on this incredible journey right. of discovery. Well, I mean, they included <laughs> climate change in there. So. Clips Sorry, of I'm like divers. At, I'm looking at my screen over here. Oh, my gosh. Clips of diverse people. <laughs> It knows that Joe Biden's going to race bait in the oh B-roll. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. Wow. <laughs> now, 100% they could do this. Yeah. Smiling and shaking hands with guest ones. Anyway. Yeah. No, I, I think you nailed it. I, uh, yeah. AI Joe. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's like a bonus story. Yeah, hmm. we'll have to we'll have to keep an eye on him. Wow, images of Joe Mobley engaging in community service and activism. It doesn't mention my MAGA hat. Come on, come on. What are you doing? <laughs> right. <laughs> doesn't say Joe Mobley is a white supremacist. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, I'm glad that you answered the random Twitter message or wherever I messaged you. Uh yeah because this is this is awesome yeah me too me too and it's it's been fun to be able to do this every week because you know i post videos pretty frequently i haven't done as much this week just it's been a crazy week but it's it's more fun engaging in conversation and i feel like i can discuss issues outside of what i normally talk about on my channel when we have these conversations and then we get the comments and 
um, you know, it's just, it's a lot of fun. It's what I wanted to do. So I appreciate it. I love your videos. I think they're super pithy and, and funny. Um, and for the longest time, because if you guys don't watch her YouTube videos, she puts out a lot of videos. And I know what it's like to crank out videos. I, when I started, it was little short form YouTube videos. And um, I, so I didn't ask for a long time because I was like, she's too busy. She's cranking out like a video every other day. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. But then I was like, screw it. And yeah. here we are. Yeah. I know. So. I know. So I, I, uh, I take about 30 minutes before I leave for work in the morning to crank out a video. <laughs> then I edit it while I'm sitting at my desk and doing other things. <laughs> and then I get home and, you nice. know, read whatever stories are going on and figure out what I'm going to do the, the video on the next day. So it's, it's crazy. <laughs> but so that's why I haven't done as many this week. My, my brain is just overloaded, but there's a lot of things that we need to talk about. I think that we should uh, touch on the Ron DeSantis and uh, Trump thing. Cause I think a lot of people are interested in hearing how that's going. All right. Well, do we want to watch? Uh, I, I don't even want to watch this. I, I was not impressed with Ron DeSantis's uh, public statements and and all, uh, but I mean I got the video here, so we can we yeah. Can watch we don't it. have to watch the whole thing, but let me know you guys if you guys ended up watching this or if you tuned in on Twitter or was it Twitter Spaces on Twitter Spaces to the whole message. If you were a part of all the glitches, I want to hear how that went because I. I caught I caught it afterwards, so I wasn't there when it was happening in real time. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, this isn't the Twitter space, but it's it's the it's it's the video. Well, I am running for president of the United States to lead our great American comeback. Look, we know our country's going in the wrong direction. We see it with our eyes. And we feel it in our bones. Our southern borders collapse. Drugs are pouring into the country. Our... If you're thinking it's exceedingly weird to have uh, B-roll of someone who's not running for president in the, your announcement video of you running for president, that's because of this. Cities are being hollowed out by <laughs> spiking crime. Yeah, that's Federal Elon Musk. Making it harder there for the he is. Family to make ends meet and to attain and maintain a middle-class lifestyle. And our president... Well, he lacks vigor, flounders in the face of our nation's challenges, and he takes his cues from the woke mob. I don't think it has to be this way. American decline is not inevitable. It is a choice, and we should choose a new direction, a path that will lead to American revitalization. We must restore sanity to our nation. This means embracing fiscal and economic sanity. Stop pricing hardworking Americans out of a good standard of living through inflationary borrow print and spending policies, and please embrace American energy independence. This also means replacing the woke mind virus with reality, facts, and enduring principles. Merit must trump identity politics. We must return normalcy to our communities. America's a sovereign country. Here, we'll stop it here, because it's actually Ron DeSantis. I don't know. I feel like we could get a good, maybe a smile or something. <laughs> no, yes, no. It's like a dodging, freaking dodging pictures of... America. Uh, all right, that's it. That's it, Ron. Uh, 
I mean, I, I, I'll let you kind of talk. My comment is I wasn't impressed by the announcement. Um, I don't consider myself a media professional, even though I guess I have had some pretty solid media experience and training. Um, <laughs> I, I was hoping yeah. for not necessarily more, but definitely mm -hmm. better. Uh, yeah. What are your yeah. thoughts? Well, <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts, but I mean, <laughs> as far as the actual like campaign announcement as you know, being on Twitter spaces, I think that was kind of a risky move anyway, because nobody has used it for that. So it's like, it could go really well, or it could <laughs> completely bomb because no one's used it for that. You don't know, like, you know, are you prepared for it? I mean, the smart thing to me would have been to have, a, you know, like a 30 minute kind of waiting intro or to have, you know, something playing so that if there were these technical issues, they could have had them worked out before Ron DeSantis actually came on. So I'm not a tech expert whatsoever. So that, you know, the, the glitches and everything was frustrating and and it was really unfortunate because of all the times to have a technical issue, like yeah. right when someone's launching a presidential campaign, it's like, is this thing on? <laughs> yeah, you know, that's... that's like the last thing you want to happen. But as far as like the message, I really appreciated everything that Ron DeSantis said. I mean, does he have the same personality as trump no does he have like the the appeal and the you know getting the audience excited like trump i mean i'm not saying he doesn't but in this particular message i think that that was lacking and that's why perhaps twitter spaces wasn't the best place to do it because all you could hear is audio there was no like real video there wasn't you know opportunity for people to like see and like engage with his energy so i just think you know, I, I understand why he wanted to use Twitter spaces. Um, as a lot of people are talking about how he wanted to kind of go past the media and just connect directly with the audience. But again, like without it being used for that reason beforehand, it was kind of a risky move. So, and unfortunately it just, it didn't work out well, especially since people have been like anticipating a Ron DeSantis like presidential campaign for like two years, you know, people have been worked up and, excited for him to announce and to see how things are going to play out between he and Trump and just to kind of have this letdown was not a great start. Yeah, we're we're being like Mandela affected right here because this is why I don't trust the internet. They're always changing stuff and they just hope no one notices. When I keep opening the article, it's showing me this and they changed it. They they changed it, changed the link or something. I, I typed it directly in the Google. Um, it, it used to be this Daily Mail article used to say about the announcement, biggest failing campaign launches in history. Um, yeah. But that's been scrubbed from the internet. And now um, if, you, if you actually search for it, if you click on it, it changes to this Ron DeSantis's white rain boots bullcrap. Yeah. Um, and if you actually type this into Google, this actual like word, like search the syntax, it's gone. Interesting. I've had I that happen before. <laughs> yeah, I looked at this just a few hours ago too. Oh, you yeah. sneaky, sneaky people. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah.
I I agree with everything that you said. You you cannot take these wild science experiments like let, oh let's just try something new. One, it is not radio days. It's mm-hmm. 1080p. It's 4K. I think they're working on 8K or whatever. It's short form video, long form video. Like people want to be able to see the pores on your freaking face. You right. cannot be like, I'm going to choose to do an audio only. And if you said, I'm going to do audio only, then it's like, oh, so a podcast? No, a Twitter space. What? A Twitter yeah. space? First off, for voter base, more people use, I hate to say this, more people use Facebook than Twitter. Twitter mm-hmm. is there a lot of politicos on Twitter. Twitter is where news breaks. Guess what, Ron DeSantis and Elon Musk? I cannot believe with all the king's horses and all the king's men that they have, no one told them, hey, guys, everyone on Twitter already knows who they're voting for. Yeah. They they know the polling. They know the issues. They're articulate. Twitter's a little bit of a dumpster for like a cesspool for sure. But the people on Twitter know who they're voting for. Facebook, yeah. Instagram, other meta bullcrap, um, you know, don't go to Getter, don't go to Truth. Those people know what they're voting for. Podcast, if you're going to go podcast, then then you're looking Joe Rogan or you're you're looking at those biggest podcasts in the world, probably a business podcast. Um, Megan Kelly, maybe, maybe her show is top yeah. 10. <sighs> he could have he made a better announcement on Dave Ramsey's show. Yeah. I I'm just completely let down. And also he you know, he didn't have a microphone. It was very clear. He was either talking directly into a phone or maybe he had these little like Apple headphone mm-hmm. deals going on. The sound quality wasn't great. Um Spaces does allow for you to use studio quality microphones into a desktop at this point. I've even done it. I and it was if you're going to go audio only, then you need to be an impassioned speaker. All of mm-hmm. you on YouTube, Rumble, whatever, Google uh, Winston Churchill's greatest speeches, Martin Luther King Jr., uh, JFK, uh, Ronald Reagan. These are impassioned speeches. And you're going to announce, he's like, hey, guys, um, so real quick, my name's Joe Mobley, and um, <laughs> our, our nation's in decline things are not going well um, and for these reasons i'm going to be running for president and then i turn around and watch the video and when he says that he's ron DeSantis, it's like he has a hard time saying his own name which is point for q maybe maybe it is an actor (laughs) like oh it's just yeah my theory my theory is that he already has saboteurs in his camp and those saboteurs specifically work in his media and campaign strategy because it's bullcrap from the governor's standpoint and their communications and it's also bullcrap in the communications and the public posturing coming from the campaign comms team and i know that they know better i I know that they know how to do this um so anyway yeah yeah no that's wild and maybe maybe that's true um yeah i mean for a I don't know. I have mixed feelings about the whole, it it could, he had an opportunity to make it so much better than he did. What I worry about is that people are going to get hung up on this. I mean, we know the left is going to run with it, which is 
ridiculous because their guy can't even manage a teleprompter or a set of stairs. Like, you know, we don't, (laughs) but I, you know, to me, like, I, I just don't want people to get distracted by the, you know, the technical issues and just the underwhelmingness of the initial announcement, because I'm personally excited about Ron DeSantis running. I feel like you might be more of a Trump person. I don't know. Like, to be clear, whoever I'm, ends up, I'm for Trump sure DeSantis, a Trump person. Yeah, it's going to make for interesting commentary over the next. And I, you know, whoever, ultimately, whoever of these two ends up on the ballot, like 100%, either one is going to get my vote. Like, no questions asked. I have like zero you know, hesitation about that. Um, I have things about Trump that I'm worried about. I have things about DeSantis that I'm worried about. Um, I just, I hope that I, I'm worried about kind of this and not talking about you, but like there is this cult-like mentality that people oh, are just like, sure. like Trump for and Trump, that's yeah. it. And yeah. it's like, we don't. And those people piss you me off just like a liberal does. If I'm like, yeah. why, why would you vote for Trump? And they don't have anything substantive to say about policy, or yeah. uh, and they also can't say when someone says, "Tell me something that Trump does that you don't agree with." I have a long list, policy yeah. and character things yeah. and stuff like Jay Short said with the Second Amendment. Uh, yeah, oh, man. Yeah. So it, I worry, I worry a lot about the, you know, the the fighting within the Republican Party that is going to happen before, you know, until we figure out who the nominee is. And it's, it's really unfortunate because that's the last thing we need. We don't need to be fighting about these. Like, it's real. I don't know. I, I like I said, I have so <laughs> many things that I could say about this. I'll just make my own video tomorrow and just go off for like 30 minutes straight. But well, I saw your you tweet. Know. Your your tweet was 100% accurate. Like, it's very likely going to be one of these guys and I'm voting for that guy. Yeah, like same. <laughs> well, and but it's funny because essentially, you know, they, they might have different approaches to things, but they're they're the same person in a lot of ways like they both have the same values they both love america they both don't put up with the crap from the media like you know i know that there are differences but you know it used to be that people were saying make america florida or they you know were really yeah, excited true. about a trump DeSantis ticket or you know there were so many policies that uh, DeSantis was admired for because they were so similar to Trump and he stood up in the way that Trump was standing up. So there's so many similarities. It's like, it doesn't even make sense to fight about these two because I feel like either way, like we're, it, we're going to win. <laughs> like, you know, we, we can't, I don't think we can lose with either of these two candidates. So yeah. it just, I just don't want there to be, I, I just want us all to get along. <laughs> I like Jay Short's comment on Rumble. Uh, Joe, there's a year left until the primary. There will be mistakes. It comes down to who can recover better after those mistakes. Um, I definitely agree with that. Uh, and Donald Trump has no shortage of stupid things that he's going to do and say. Uh, there'll yeah. probably be five more, uh, you know, sexual assault allegations or something. Um, and maybe one of his family members is going to have like a freaking OnlyFans tape drop or something. Who the heck knows? Uh, yeah, you never know. I mean, 
it, yeah. yeah, I mean, we, we can't pretend here. We can't pretend that Trump's presidency was perfect or that he didn't have mistakes. And we can't pretend that there aren't things about Ron DeSantis that we shouldn't be worried about. That being said, we can't pretend that Trump like didn't accomplish anything. I was listening to uh, Liz Wheeler the other day and she had Ann Coulter on. And I like Ann Coulter. She is not, she doesn't like Trump at all. And she went on for the whole 45 minutes about literally how Trump did nothing and his presidency was a failure. And her biggest complaint was that the wall, <laughs> like he didn't get more of the wall done. And it was like, wow. I, I can appreciate your complaints, but to get out there and say that Trump did nothing in four years is ridiculous. That is yeah. delusional. Um, and then the same with DeSantis, like, you know, people are like acting like he doesn't have a record or he doesn't have a reason for us to trust him. But it's like he's done some incredible things in Florida and his actions have been consistently in favor of the American people. So it's like we've, we've got we've got a good reason to weigh both of these candidates, guys, and, and to have open discussions and be open to what their policies are, because that's what it's going to come down to. But we have zero reason to yep. be fighting about them. Yeah, that I will say this. This is something, and I've said this to a lot of my personal friends. This is something that's pissing me off about big Trump fans who are changing to DeSantis for this specific reason. Uh, it's, it's a big violation to me personally. <laughs> People who know me in real life, um, you know, one of the most dangerous things in existence is a coward. Um, Jordan Peterson talks about this. The great philosophers spoke about this. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, cowards are capable of some of the most egregious, terrible acts, period, yeah. because they, they'll do anything for one more moment of life. Um, the people who are saying, if, if you want to vote for DeSantis, if you... Ramaswamy, I think he's an awesome candidate. If you want to vote for him, I didn't vote for Trump in the primary. I voted for, I think I voted, uh, I think it was ranked choice order, and I did Ben Carson and Gary Johnson. I'm not a libertarian, but I, I did, I think I did Gary Johnson, Ben Carson, Trump 2016. Mm -hmm. um, I think that was my high three. Um, but anyway, if you want to vote for Ron Swanson. <laughs> For Ron DeSantis, <laughs> if you want to vote for Ron Swanson, great. I don't know. Or write in Chuck Norris or something. Um, if you want to vote for Ron DeSantis because you like Ron DeSantis, his policies, his presence, his uh, his character, which does seem to be better than Donald Trump's, great. But don't vote for DeSantis because you're afraid of the left going after Trump because they constantly went after him because the media was constantly getting after him. That means that you're a coward. And that means your response to bullying is to curl up into a ball and say, please don't do it anymore. No, yeah. no, no, no. We don't need that. Uh, no one needs that because newsflash, the media is going to treat Ron DeSantis exactly yeah. the same as Trump. Yep. If the Pope was an American citizen and a Republican and he ran for president, they would treat him like Trump, which is like Hitler uh, or like the leader of the KKK, which the leaders of the KKK are actually Democrats. But whatever. Uh, that's just a minor footnote in history. Um, <laughs> it doesn't matter who we put up. It doesn't matter if yep. if Ben Carson had gotten it. 
um uh oh, what's the guy's name old governor of arkansas um huckabee Mm-hmm. super great guy if he was the candidate when he ran 2012 or 16 or whatever they would have said all those evil things about him that's yep. that's the name of the game guy that's what their strategy is is say that they're they're nazis they're racist they're phobic of everything well i learn of new phobias calling, we have they've been calling Ron DeSantis a fascist for years so it's like you know, they're going to, but I do have a question because I had this thought earlier. If, you know, in, uh, you know, when they were running against Trump, when they were attacking Trump, I mean, were as if that's the past tense, they're always attacking Trump. A lot of it, especially during his presidency was about his personality. He was too harsh. He was too mean, mean tweets. That was the biggest thing. And a lot of times people said, like, if we could just get Trump to focus on his policies and get Trump without the personality, you know, the the left would have less to attack him about. And I think I felt even at that time that Ron DeSantis was that person. He was like Trump, but without the personality. So if they get Trump in there, of course, they're going to go after his mean tweets again. If Ron is the nominee, what are they going to attack him on? Because I don't think that they can use that same tactic. I don't think they can go after him and be like, he tweets mean things and he's mean to reporters. Like, it does. he doesn't have that brashness. So I'm just, I'm wondering, like, what angle they'll use, aside from being a fascist and a racist. I, and I don't think he's know. the most. So if we could say, like Trump is basically America first. Um, yeah. I don't think that DeSantis is the most America first politician aside from Trump that comes to mind. Jim Jordan comes to mind for me. Josh Hawley. Um, Hawley? Hawley? Did I just say that Hawley? wrong? Jo- Josh Hawley. Yeah. Senator Hawley? Hawley. Anyway, Josh. I'm just going to call him Josh. Why not? Because he's just a United <laughs> States Senator. Um, come to mind. Some of the firebrand like younger congress people no just absolutely no. not uh matt gates um uh bro uh what's her name i can't think of her name Marjorie Taylor Green. yes <laughs> thank you <laughs> like, i knew uh, exactly who you're talking about <laughs> jay short i don't know what happened to ted cruz um ted cruz is pretty america first uh man you are firing with the comments absolutely cult leaders can never do anything wrong there is a cult of Trump. I, I, I'm I a big Trump supporter. The cult Trump people annoy me to death, okay? Not mm-hmm. not on their team. I'm, I'm more team like George Washington. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trump does need to answer for the jab, for sure. Warp speed was an absolute disaster. Uh, but also, yes, he did get Roe v. Wade overturned, um, yep. which is... Uh, if, if you want to vote for the candidate who's more of a harm reductionist, then you have to vote for Trump. Trump will end the war in Ukraine um, if if you're that type of person, which we'll we'll talk about here in a second. Um, oh, yeah, I don't I don't militarily. I don't think DeSantis has the chops. Uh, if you're in like the intelligence community or aware of military operations, Trump was a gangster. I mean, the man rolled up in North Korea without any security, like Leonidas. Like, I wish someone <laughs> would. Um, anyway, it, it's yeah. interesting. I would love to see, I would love to see DeSantis's courageousness and his leadership grow that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
no, I completely agree. And that's why I say, like, I have been zero issues with Trump. Uh, you know, I, if he if he gets in there and I'm not even saying I'm not going to vote for him in the primary. I honestly think that over the next, you know, we have a year, a year and a half until. But by the time the primaries come, I think a lot of us, we're going to have a much better idea of who the best candidate is. And, you know, I'm just interested in seeing, you know, hearing more from Ron DeSantis about what his foreign policy is going to be and more of these like federal issues because he's really been focused on the governorship, which as he should be. But it's like, okay, how are you going to handle these bigger issues like, you know, China and Russia and the war and all of these things? Like, we need to know what you're going to do there. So, um, so I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm yeah. listening, I'm watching, and I'm waiting. <laughs> if I could pull someone who's not on the stage, put them on the stage, and make them a top pick, it would be Christine M. Boom. I know. Old, old grandma no. are, like all about that too. That would be, she'd be amazing. Or yeah. how about Carrie with Carrie Lake? I mean, people have said that Carrie Lake should be someone's VP pick. Um, I think Trump Lake would be a disaster. Uh, <laughs> I, I think that it would. I yeah. think it would all be about COVID. It would be about elections. It would be about yeah. fraud. I, I would have. I I would be so annoyed by a Trump Lake ticket. I would just yeah. be like, oh, I I would be actively talking about other stuff on the show just to yeah. not talk about it'd be pretty bad yeah no it, it'll, it'll definitely be interesting i think you know vivek ramaswamy i like him but just because i want to say president ramaswamy <laughs> so, yeah i think that'd be fun but we'll it's see also how gonna that be goes. fun to see trump go after these people ramaswampy here <laughs> He's not yeah. even that good of an Indian. I, I don't think he is. <laughs> I mean, Trump says some stupid stuff. When he said that, um, uh, when he said that Ben Carson's not even that good of a doctor, who literally <laughs> invented a type of brain surgery. <laughs> like, right. It's just like, wait, what? <laughs> like yeah. they they made a movie about this guy's being a good doctor. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. It's 9.30. Do you want to talk about Ukraine or do you want to call it? No, I, I definitely want to talk about Ukraine. We can we can go a few more minutes. All right, guys. Well, Ron, Ron Swanson, Ron DeSantis, if you are running, you got to step up, man. You got to step yeah. up your game. This this is the no, big No more leagues. Twitter spaces. Like, just, yeah. just stay away from Twitter spaces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your your buddy Elon Musk let you down. Let you down big time. Oh yeah. my goodness. All right, yeah. let's see here. Let's pull this Do it, up. Tom, touch it. I don't <laughs> why is he telling him to touch stuff? Goodness gracious. People are gonna think that I'm watching something weird. Look, that was not something weird. That was this. Touch it. Okay, Ukraine, Russia. All right, so this is a quick clip of Sebastian Gorka answer, answering Patrick McDavid. They're talking about Ukraine. Um, and I, I, one, Sebastian Gorka, great host. He's got his own show. He's like a Newsmax contributor, but he was a deputy uh, to the president, to President Trump. Um, mm -hmm. Super with it policy guy with foreign relations, uh, homeland security and defense issues and all that stuff here's what he has yeah to say. you briefed a, a lot of 05s 06s and one stars um 
this is a question from a lot of different people right. that get asked, and you hear the answer. How can you not see what Russia is doing? How can you not see what Ukraine is doing? How can you not see the fact that there's ties between Biden and Ukraine? Do you not remember what he said publicly? If you don't do this, and then I'll do this. How can you not see all this stuff? And then, hey, F-16, yeah, make things. We right, made, I wrote a piece ahead. of my substance days when conservatives hated KGB colonels and thought Russia invading other countries was bad. I remember those days. The idea today that, oh, he's a champion of the West and he's a Christian. You mean the same guy who persecuted Christians when he was a uniform-wearing member of the KGB? What about the biolabs? Oh, who built the biolabs? The Soviet Union built the biolabs. That's interesting. And then the question that, well, we shouldn't help them because Ukraine's corrupt. Huh, that's the dumbest one. Is D.C. corrupt? Do you think Biden's corrupt? If you do, does that mean China can just invade and roll their tanks down Pennsylvania Avenue? This is wrong. The simplest way to understand it, corruption up the yazoo or not, is this. This man is a bully. He's a bully who said for 20 years, since he became president, he's been giving lectures how Ukraine, how Poland, how the Baltic states are illegitimate, have no right to exist as independent states. Go back to school. Go, go back to when you're a 10-year-old. What happens to the bully if he doesn't get challenged? What happens? He keeps on bullying. When does he stop bullying? When you give the bastard a bloody nose. We're helping the Ukrainians give this guy a bloody nose. And to the last thing about this Tucker Carlson kind of who cares about the world, pull down the shutters on the Pacific and the Atlantic, screw them all. If 1776 means something to you as an American, let me remind you that without the French, the Dutch, and the Spanish, this would still be part of the British Empire. Period. End of story. If the French... None of my friends enjoy anything about what Sebastian Gorka just said. Zero uh -huh. percent. Uh, but I'll say this. He's not wrong. He, he's not confused about the history of Russia, the Baltic states, Ukraine, about our own history. Um, and people say the 1776 moment, but usually people don't back it up with any substance. And there, there's a lot more video here. It's around an hour and 40 minutes into this interview, um, episode 272 of the PBD podcast. But uh, I was just listening to it. I was listening to it. I was like doing something else. And I was like, oh, we got to talk about that because it's, yeah. it's, it's interesting. Mm -hmm. yeah. What are your thoughts? No. It's definitely an interesting perspective. I, you know, I have a lot of thoughts on this too. I have a lot of thoughts all the time. <laughs> so, you know, I think, yeah, I, I mean, I agree with him. You know, this is a bully. This is a bully that we need to go after. And we can't just let him, you know, bulldoze over Ukraine. But I think the frustration has been that Biden has been such a weak leader that I think there is merit to the argument that this never would have happened had Trump been in office. And <laughs> so now that it has, we've got this bully who he's doing this because partially, I think, because he um, there isn't any retaliation. Like he's not afraid of Biden. He's not afraid of the U.S. And that's what bullies thrive on. Bullies thrive when there's no retaliation. Um, however, the issue is that, that while, you know, Biden is sending all of these things over to help Ukraine, he's 
simultaneously weakening our country. So, you know, he, he, we've got a crisis in literally every aspect of American life right now. Like, you know, we've got our borders, we have migrants going to like all of these big cities and we have, you know, them sleeping in school gyms and police stations and we've given up our oil reserves and, you know, we, our military is a joke. We've got drag queens recruiting <laughs> in the Navy. Like every single part of our country is weakened. So, you know, under the Trump presidency, if this would have happened, we would have had the resources to help these people. But simultaneously sending things over to this country to help them while we're being weakened here, we're not going to be able to, to give any bully on the planet a bloody nose ever again at this point. Like, you know, we, we can't fight back against Russia. Eventually, we're not going to be able to give, you know, Putin a bloody nose. We're not going to be able to go after China. We're not going to be able to go after anybody. So if we're weak and we are not strong enough to uh, to handle these fights, then we've got to think twice about how much we're sending over there and how much we are supporting them because we're not going to be able to do anything eventually, if that makes sense. <laughs> So he goes on. I I gotta forward to this spot. What is it? Forty three fifty. Um, a lot of people don't know about this, but it's just really interesting history here, folks. So we'll take a listen. Be very clear what he did. The guy who is accused today of being a Russian asset. Do you know what Talking we did about when Trump. we found three hundred Russians running around Syria, Wagner Group guys working for the Kremlin? You know what we did? He called up. Mattis, and he said, turn them into red mist now. Kill them all. We killed 300 Russian soldiers in Syria. No president since the revolution of 1917 has killed hundreds of Russians in wartime. We did, okay? He's not an isolationist. What happened in Syria when we saw the chemical... I, this is declassified now. I can talk about it. What happened when we saw the chemical... Weapon? Cake at Mar-a-Lago with Xi Jinping eating his chocolate cake... Pre the president leant over and said, <coughs> uh, I just launched 52 uh, cruise missiles on that Syrian air base. He's not interested in dumb wars. He's not interested in fighting other people's wars. But when you cross a line, we will make you extra crispy. That's President Trump. <laughs> strength through leadership, peace through strength. That is look, one of the most powerful moments for me in the White House. As I went into the Oval, it was just me and the president. And I was there to brief him on Iran, I think. And he's very sidetracked. He's sitting sideways to the Resolute desk. He's reading some documents. And out of nowhere, because I'm there to talk about the Iran deal and killing it, and he says, he looks up and he says, Sebastian, I do not. It was uh, some, Kim had just done something. Sebastian, I do not want to have American GIs die on the Korean Peninsula again. I mean, he, would just, he just went so heavy, so fast. But if we have to go to war, we will. That this yeah. what he's describing is some of as a vet, as a a warrior type person. That's a lot of the reason that I'd vote for Trump. No one, there are people watching the show right now. You have no idea that Trump blew 300 Russians off the face of the earth because they were working in secret in Syria against our interests and in a way that is completely not allowed. 
Now, Obama, just like the bin Laden situation, he would have had that shouted from the rooftops before they even, you know, I before the thing was even done. Um, but in my view, one of the strongest areas of leadership that whoever the president is needs to bring into the Oval is military leadership and foreign policy, the way that they wheel and deal on the international stage. And maybe DeSantis can do it. Uh, he could demonstrate that now as the commander in chief of the Florida National Guard. Um, he could certainly mm -hmm. demonstrate that now and chooses not to, which is cool. Whatever. I don't pretend to know what it's like to be a governor um, or president. That That's my two cents. We're, we're here to <laughs> offer our two cents. Um, guys, this interview, usually podcast hosts don't promote other podcasts. Uh, I love the Patrick Bet David podcast. It's really good. This interview, it's almost, it's two hours long, but man, it's so good. Highly recommend it. So good. Well, and I mean, this, I mean, this whole situation would definitely, you know, this issue alone would make me vote for Trump. And it's not, it's not that I don't think that Trump, De Trump, De Trump DeSantis, um, that Ron DeSantis <laughs> could have that kind of power and influence and, you know, make people like, you know, Russia and all the, you know, all of these foreign countries, they were afraid of Trump, you know, everybody tiptoed around him because they knew that he meant business. And when we have all of these things going on around the world, when we got things going on with our Southern border and, you know, China thinks we're a joke and Russia, you know, is doing their thing. We've got all these things going on. We need somebody that can step in to the Oval Office on day one and these people fall back into line immediately because they're scared. You know, and I don't know that, you know, when I say that I think Ron DeSantis could eventually have that kind of respect, I don't know that we have the time to wait for him to build up that respect. Like, we need our foreign policies to be snapped back in line immediately. I think that he's demonstrated no. Their yeah. federal agencies have encroached on he so the the constitution in article 1 it outlines um the the powers of the president it outlines what what the president's supposed to do as the executive as the executor of the law to administer justice and then our state governments are that same model the same I almost said triune what's the word uh yeah it is triune no, wait. Yeah. Triune government. There we go. Three house government, whatever, uh, <laughs> is the same way that the states are fashioned, where the governor is the chief law enforcement official. Essentially, people don't think of it, but kind of like a police chief or like the sheriff of sheriffs or whatever, um, making sure that the law is administered. It's carried out They're They're ex the executor. They're executing the law, which is also why it philosophically, that's why they have the pardoning power to correct a miscarriage of justice and that balance mm. between the legislature, the judiciary, and the executive. He's already had federal agencies come in and, you know, bend him over more than once. And Christy Nome doesn't stand for that. The governors of North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, they're like, no. No, no, no. They're like, hey, we 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 got a copy of the Tenth Amendment and we read and understood it here. And we can tell you now. Oh, where are the FBI? 
tough crap. We'll have our deputies arrest you if you come in here and try that crap. They had Interpol operations. They had Canadian feds and the FBI doing operations in like northern Montana or something. And uh, the sheriff with the governor's blessing went out there and told him, if you guys don't pull up your wires and you kind of get out of here, you're going to jail. Mm -hmm. Ron DeSantis doesn't do that. He can. He doesn't like yeah. the way that it'll look. And the yeah. same thing with the Manhattan district attorney. He could have told him to kick rocks. You need you need way more than you currently have to come into Florida and take a Florida resident to your kangaroo court. And they'd be like, oh, but extradition and interstate. He could say, tough crap. This is Florida. This is my house. Just like Trump says, this is the United States. It's my house. I don't care about NATO. I don't care about the UN. Well, we have rules. And he looked at the Constitution and said, your rules ain't on my document. <laughs> Ron DeSantis hasn't done that because Ron DeSantis yeah. can look at the United States Constitution and the Constitution of Florida and say, sorry, FBI, your rules are not on my documents. So kick rocks. Yeah. Yeah. And he should. Yeah. Ron DeSantis, if you somehow get to hear this, you should do that. People are on your side. Yeah. That's what we want to see from you. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. So I'm, I'm not arguing any of that. So like I said, this one issue, <laughs> this one issue alone, I'm like, you know, I, this really makes me wonder. So that's why I say it. I'm not... <laughs> I'm not against Trump. I'm still very much in favor of Trump, but I am listening to DeSantis. But yeah. CH says DeSantis is not ready for the big leagues. So who? Yeah. MJ Nick. I don't know. I like both his VP pick. I think this was the conversation about Carrie Lake and and um, Christy Nome. Yeah. Christy Nome's the bee's knees. She is. I really like her. Um, but. Man, maybe I I don't want to pull the gen or the gender, the whatever, the identity card. But I do. Not for any reason other than it'd be pretty cool. Uh, and they're like, oh, Republicans never believe that. I think that it would be really dope to have a female president. Um, doesn't matter if she's black or white or Asian or whatever. Um, yeah. Not Tulsi Gabbard. I'm not a Tulsi Gabbard fan. I don't understand. No, I don't think Trump or DeSantis should pick Tulsi Gabbard to reach across. No, no. Um, no. But. I don't know. I think Christy Noem would be an awesome president. <laughs> I just think she'd do a killer job. Uh, I think so too. I'm I'm actually kind of surprised that she's not throwing her hat in the ring. But I mean, a lot of people are, you know, I saw somebody comment the other day, like, why don't we have more diversity? And it's like, well, it's not that, you know, I have a problem with diversity. I don't have a problem with, you know, anybody of any skin color running or a man or a woman, but it's like, I just want I want a good person in office. I want the best person in office. And I'm not going to cast my vote just because, you know, we need more representation in the presidency. <laughs> like that's not working so well for the for the Biden administration guys. I mean, if we've learned anything about identity politics is how bad it is to make decisions just based on wanting to see like external diversity. So <laughs> Yep. Yeah, <laughs> but but I'd be like, oh, that's pretty cool. Now, if Kamala yeah. Harris is somehow the first female president, I will throw up and cry myself to sleep. 
but uh <laughs> you know it's whatever well well i don't know i mean i know that nobody would vote her into office but yeah if they end up by whatever means as being in the white house again for a second term and then joe you know mysteriously like falls down the stairs and yeah. doesn't is hillary get clinton still allowed in the white house uh <laughs> like legally or <laughs> yeah like, what do you mean just, is she allowed I mean... to run again no, is she allowed to visit in the White House? Because I, I wouldn't let her near Joe Biden. I really wouldn't. I think the Secret <laughs> Service should have a rule against that. Yeah, I need to hire a food mm. taster. <laughs> yeah, sure. for sure. Oh, my goodness. Well, I don't want to make the show uh, any longer. I do want to let the viewers, listeners, let all you guys know that we really appreciate you engaging with the show, listening, liking, subscribing, sharing, doing all that stuff. Um, we are not like Steven Crowder's or Daily Wire's here, no budget, and like, th this is what we have, these cameras, these lights and stuff, but, uh, we are interested in your ideas, if you have ideas for segments or things, not just stories, people send stories all the time, there's no shortage of, uh, good newsworthy <laughs> topics, you could throw a rock and hit a story. Um, but if there's something that you want to see, like segment wise, um, let us know. Yeah, definitely yeah. open to ideas and just having fun. I have a firsthand account that outspoken Samantha does, in fact, respond to her Twitter DMs. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, and you guys know, ask at the Joe Mobley Show, easiest place to get a hold of me, uh, email wise um otherwise if you throw something in the social media sphere i might see it um this is not a flex but as i so across all the platforms i've got like 107,000 followers subscribe whatever uh and it gets hard to find a message um mm -hmm. like you have like crazy like not crazy a crazy amount of uh facebook subscribers mm -hmm. And I'm just like, because I know that Facebook, it's kind of easy to message people. So I can only imagine uh, yeah. what your inbox could look like over there. Um, Twitter does a good job of weeding out. I've got so many Chinese like bots. It's always like a half-dressed Asian woman. Like get the algorithm right. I've never been romantically interested in an Asian. Not racist. I'm just, I've, I've, I'm just, hey, <laughs> that's just not my cup of tea. Chinese those chinese female bots message me all the time too so oh yeah oh wow who is doing that oh my gosh I have no idea it's america your best bet yeah. is to pick a black or white woman yeah it's the united states okay goodness gracious yeah. well they i'm glad that that's happening because i'm like what do they have in their algorithm like just yeah. know why, why would you think it's not good social engineering like why would you think that someone would reply to this <sighs> they'll never let trump win well laura I, I have ideas about that well if i say that we'll definitely get kicked off of youtube um what what i think could possibly <laughs> happen to trump so anyway yeah, yeah, we'll be having lots of uh trump versus DeSantis conversations over the next year <laughs> so. 
I'll Multi- just be restating things that I've stated today about the courage, the military leadership, like acumen. It, DeSantis could learn some acumen things. It's just, mm-hmm. man, courage is, it's difficult to teach, but man, mm-hmm. he needs, he needs to get on that thing like now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Do you have any last thoughts? It makes it sound like we're going to execute you. Do you have any <laughs> last words for the shit? Not last words. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm trying to ask. We're struggling. It's a good thing we weren't running DeSantis's uh, launch campaign either. Are you kidding? <laughs> we would have done a better words. job. Yeah, maybe. Do you have any last words, DeSantis? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like what is this? A firing squad? What's happening? Yeah, I mean, as you guys can see, we're we're we have our own technical difficulties here, but I mean it's always fun to have these conversations and you know, I, as I say, I never know what we're gonna be talking about next week. So That's true. I stopped filling yeah. in the running idea list because I mean stuff just right, right now while the show is going on, I'm sure five or six things have already broken. Like yeah, exactly. It's, I'm like, maybe we just need to do this like every night because this, the stories that you hear on Monday are going to be old news by the time we get to Thursday. So that's true. It's yeah. true. Yeah. So. So, I appreciate it, guys. And I love all of the comments and the interactions. It's a lot of fun. We will see you next week. Have a good one. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. If that was the first prayer you've ever prayed, I hope it won't be the last. Until next time, this is The Joe Mobley Show. (laughs) 